rising on an emerging generation of kings. Ephesians chapter 2. From verse 1. And you he made alive. Please all look at somebody eyeball to eyeball and say you. You. Look at somebody else say you. He made alive. Who were dead in trespasses and sins. In which you once walked according to the course of this world. The course of this world. According to the prince of the power of the air. The spirit who now works in the sons or children of disobedience. Among whom also we all once conducted ourselves. All of us were bus conductors. Agbiru. Bus conductor. You look shelly over for me microphone. But no preach. worrisome that I do so well. Oh, look, but you change your make shape of you. I no promise anybody change you. Paul said, I'm all things to all men. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> It says, the prince of the power of the air now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom, whom also we all once conducted ourselves in what? The lusts of our flesh. So if you ever struggled with lust, every human being struggled with lust. Either the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, or the pride of life. And after you are saved, God now begins to use your mind, renewing your mind to subdue the lusts of the flesh. It says we were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. But verse 4, what does the word say? But God who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead, in trespasses made us alive together with Christ by faith you have been saved and raised us up together are you one of us if you're one of us shall glory I love the energy shall glory one more time we're not talking about somebody's fiance I can do all things with the glory of God. Only seven people get that. Raises up together. And then he made us sit together. In the heavenly places. 
in Christ Jesus. Verse 7, that in the ages, the aeons, the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace. Remember grace for grace? So the grace for salvation is not the entirety of the grace. Otherwise, we won't say in the ages to come. That means if you're grateful for the grace for salvation, you are just beginning to taste the riches of the grace. He says, in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, we are his craftsmanship, we are the embodiments of his skillfulness. We have the proof of his ability to stitch, to knit. In the Greek, it's actually poema. We are God's poem. We are God's lyrical construction. Oh my God. You know when you write that post on Instagram, and people are like, wow, 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 wow. That post started from your mind. You thought about it. God thought about you so much that when he released you into the world, people were saying, wow, 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 wow. Wow. Oh, I don't know who I'm talking to, but if people are not wowed by your presence in the next three days, five days, six weeks, something about your presentation, about your atmosphere, your disposition, the level of joy, exuberance, the ability to let go, forgive, move on, develop, they will go, who is this one? And the angels will say, that's God's workmanship. That's God's poem. And when people feel like, ah, I've seen too much, tell them that is just line one of stanza one. I'm a lyrical construct of divine intelligence. I'm a poetic presentation of divine artistry. I'm an embodiment of God's wits. And the joke is on the devil. It's important now, it says, where God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. It's important for us to have an understanding of how God sees us. And it's going to take a lifetime, really, for you to be able to unpack all of that. So I know some of you sent me some very powerful messages on my birthday and all of them. One of the messages was like this. Peter, I'm taken aback. I'm shocked about how much you believe in me. Sometimes when you compliment me, I'm in awe. Now, what that person is saying is, when you speak to me, you speak to me on a level higher than the one I currently manifest. Now, if I'm the pastor, a human being, human being, not human beings, so I won't be Ewa James to the Angbegiri tomorrow. Some human beings are human beings. They are Kara today. They are Ewa going the next day. Moi moi. Ekuru. <laughs> human beings. Always changing, changing their ways. Right? If I'm a human being, though anointed for you, I can see what you can see about yourself. Can you imagine what the infinite God? So God never speaks to you on the level where you are. He speaks to you on the level where he is. It's important for us to understand that. That's why we keep gazing, gazing, looking, longing. 
being affectionately driven in this direction. I want to sh show us a couple of things from the book of Colossians. Very quickly, media, if you can help us with the book of Colossians for context. In Colossians chapter 1 from verse 11. He speaks about being strengthened with all might according to God's glorious power for all patience and long-suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father. Who has? The first thing we see there, he said, the Father has done what? Shout that word. Qualified us. The first thing you've got to see about the patience of God, the kindness of God, the mercy of God, is that God, the Bible says he qualifies the ungodly. For Christ commendeth us love towards us, in that whilst we were yet sinners, what did God do? Christ died for us. In our text, he says that we were dead in our trespasses and in our sins. So a dead person cannot even do anything. Slap him, he won't retaliate. Teach him calculus, he can calculate. Bring the hottest jollof rice to his nostril. He can smell it. Paint and a picture, you can admire it. When God gave us life, and we'll talk about this shortly, when he imparted life on us, guess what? He qualified us even when we lacked the experience. Many people here are in that uh, age range where you're looking for a job or a better job or career prospects and possibilities, and you see all these advertisements. Wanted, marketer or marketing executive, Qualifications must be 25 years, but with seven years experience. Excuse me, please. Even if I went to private school, that means I graduated at 18. <laughs> and I didn't do NYSE. Must be able to use Excel, PowerPoint, Cubase, Pitch Tree. They mix all kinds of some of different disciplines. Low tolerance must not sweat too much in Nigeria. Ability to now one, now one is the biggest trap. Ability to work under. In other words, we will use you here. They're, they're warning you, so that even though your contract terms. 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's really 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. Be like, Eskisa, was there a typo in my contract paper? You put 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Boy, I'm working 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. So some might need to ask, let them give you the time in GMT. Because some people resume in Nigerian time and close in Turkey time. It's 8 p.m. Sam, so it's close to 5 p.m. It's 8 p.m. in Turkey. <laughs> Qualification is such a big deal. Many of us, we wrote I can, I can, I can, then I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. I pray for anybody who has been stuck or bass boost into false humility or compulsory gentleness. The wisdom of God on the inside of you will break through this next time. 
this next exam this next qualification exam or interview or assessment you will do it and do it well whether it's an offline course or an online course that course will no longer be a curse in the name of our Unilife people are here I prophesy over you your GST your SOC your GMT what else do you put right your PLY your POL Charlton your CHM your CAG your MAT your CEG I did engineering so I'm calling engineers receive wisdom receive wisdom in Jesus name of prayed the only course some people passed in school was EBA. Eba. Passed it down. <laughs> so qualification. You are qualified based on aptitude or experience. But before you had aptitude or experience, the father qualified you. And once the father qualifies you, watch this, no other member of the construct can disqualify you. Oh, can I talk to somebody? How many of you remember one wicked referee? One Nigerian, one global, whether it was Olympics or World Cup that cheated us. And people went to go and curse him on Instagram till they had to close. How many years ago was that, Theo? Tell me. Was it World Cup? Where was the guy from? Portugal or Argentina or something? He sort of like cheated us. You played Argentina. And we left thinner. <laughs> that referee cheated us. I think we had about two or three opportunities at penalties or something. Never awarded it and awarded it to them. Guess what? With all the pain, he was the father of the field. Once he qualified them as the winner, all our arguments fell down, down to nothing. When the father qualifies you, no demon can accuse you. The father is a father in about seven different dimensions, but I want to talk about so number one. He's the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. But it's not just the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible calls him the father of all spirits. That means all the demon spirits, once they look at Joshua and they want to guilt trip him, say, ah, the father don't talk, the father don't talk, he's innocent. If he can voice the word of the Father, somebody say, I'm qualified. When you say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus by faith, they don't hear your voice, they hear the voice of the Father. My people perish not because they are disqualified, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Night after night shows knowledge, day after day. Auto speech. So knowledge determines your speech. So from what you say about yourself, I know whether you have knowledge or not. So some people be like, Oh God, oh God of Gabriel, oh God of Angel Uriel, oh God, we are all sinners. Which of us? If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things are passed away. How many things have become new? 
all things. Somebody say, I'm a new man. Sean, I'm a new creation. I'm not that guy who used to smoke without hellfire. I'm not that guy who used to look at everything in skirts and run after them. I'm not that guy who used to lie to the point where I lied so much. Devil says, ah, I need to enroll for mentorship. See that? He qualified us without our experience. He qualified us, but that's not the end of the matter. Colossians chapter 1 media. It says that he has also qualified us to be partakers. Partakers. Two words. Partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. So your inheritance is in the light. Which means you cannot enjoy your inheritance beyond the level of light you have. That's why the light is not just for standing, it's for walking. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, then we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all unrighteousness. The unrighteousness they're speaking about are the unrighteous acts that have some dregs or residue in your soul when the enemy used you and dragged you. How many of you had people who used to... Um, Suck, suck their thumb, you know, suck, suck. Nobody now knows anybody that used to, because it's, you know yourself. You know, some people used to suck the, the thumb. Sometimes they always needed an accompaniment, accessory to enjoy the tasteless thumb. That'd be pressing their navel. GB <laughs> said, doesn't understand the concept. Please, who used to do? Come and explain the concept. <laughs> or they would drag bed sheets or blankets. Simple, <laughs> right? <laughs> He knocks and they wrap themselves a curtain. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's so wrong, right? So the point is, the enemy used to suck his thumb and drag sinners. Like that. Accompaniment. Dragging, 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 dragging dragon and there are things that were dropped on you because when you drag that thing you pick it up so even though you have a new buyer there are still some biases that you have picked up because the enemy once dragged your soul so you picked up a nasty attitude you picked up insecurity because you thought if I smoke weed, they will say, Naman you be, Naman you be. <laughs> Not knowing that when you're smoking weed, you are the weed yourself. So even though you are now saved, maybe the weed affected, maybe your lips or your nostrils or something, you look like, you know, this. Don't need internet signal because, 
have can pick pick up Wi-Fi signals. And the enemy will say, You're saved, but your lips are still black. You're saved, but this is still that, or that is still that. He says that we have an inheritance in the light, and God uses his light to purify our souls. Are you getting this now? He does not stop there. He says that he has now translated us, delivered us from the power of darkness. And what has he done? He has conveyed us. He has carried us into the kingdom of light. I'm going to need an illustration now. KMC, could, could you please come help me? He has carried us. He has conveyed us. Somebody say, Jesus is risen. So am I. You were in, you were in sin. You were in sin. Jesus with a beard. And you also have a beard. <laughs> right? Both of you, you're in sin. This is Jesus. We were dead in our trespasses. We couldn't do anything. We were dead. We thought we were alive. How many of you... When you were in the world, you thought you were a bowler. But you were actually the ball. But in your mind, you were... So you look at that dead man and go, ah. Lack of sense. No brain. Only pinky. Dead. Ephesians 2 in our text says, because God is rich. Somebody say God is rich. Somebody say God is rich. God is rich in what? Mercy. So there are three concepts, justice, grace, and mercy. Justice gives you what you deserve. Grace gives you what you don't deserve. Mercy withholds from you the judgment you deserve. So God is a God of justice, but is rich in grace and in mercy. And he has the exceeding riches of his grace. So God is rich in mercy. While people curse God and not drop dead, God is rich in mercy. Why would somebody be very smart, but use his intelligence to manipulate even children of God? Because God is rich in mercy. Why would somebody who has killed people then be saved? And become an evangelist. Still falling. Because God is rich in mercy. Now when you think about riches, think about it not only in quality, or rather in quantity, but in quality. So the quality of God's mercy, you know back then they used to talk about, <laughs> who studied maybe chemistry or chemical engineering or something like that. Ethanol and the levels of industrial chemistry. Industrial chemistry. That's why you're very industrious. You have chemistry with your wife. <laughs> Chemical reaction that produced Jaden and Joan. Titration. Hallelujah. <laughs> so that's why your worship this one was very corrosive. Passed the litmus test. On fire like the Bunsen burner. 
Are you going to serve me on a petri dish? Because your stability is on the tripod of the Trinity. I've not been in a lab in about 20 years. So, so all these things are from... Anyway, so it's up to 20 years. Not up to... So, watch this now. God is rich in mercy. In, in chemistry, alcohol... Um, alcohol would have different percentages of ethanol, right? So 2%, so 3%, 4%, 16%, 18%, 22.5, 30%, 40%. So there's all these alcoholic drinks, some of them have 0.5. Now you can drink and drink and drink. Your eye will still be clear, but some people, any 0.1, they will already be knocked out. They will be getting excited. <laughs> You're feeling fly. I'm the moon. <laughs> you know, one of my friends, one of my friends said to me, I'll never forget. He said, Dami, I'm happy that you don't drink, oh. Because you are naturally high. <laughs> now if you drink, while I go deal. <laughs> now, when at 22%, even men are beginning to feel happy. There's a reason it's called happy hour. Because even people are grieving. Ha, 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 I'm Richard and Bill Gates. Ha, ha. He can't pay for the, for the drinker. Hysteria. So, God's ethanol of mercy content is so thick that no matter how depressed you are, when you sip the drink of his love, you'll be intoxicated. God's mercy is conk. Somebody say conk. You know what conk is from? C-O-N-C, short for concentration. It's concentrated love. God does not dilute his affection towards you. When you take a sip of the spirit, you get high. If somebody gets in this now. He said, God is rich in mercy. And I thought it during sibling squabble. Adam was the one who failed God. God didn't say, eh, when you come back to your senses now, you will come and talk to me. Am I not God? You that you would die any time from now. You better hurry up and repent. The Bible says that he came and he looked for Adam. People who are poor in mercy wait for the offender to come. People who are rich in mercy, they come to the offender. Why? Because my reputation is not affected by my lavish display of my love. My rep is not affected. Rich in mercy. How far was the fall between the Garden of Eden and outside the Garden of Eden? It was not just a fall of location. It was a fall of position. So even though they were evicted from the big brother, sorry, from the Garden of Eden. By the way, Jesus is my big brother. You can't evict me. Even though people may try to lay conflicts on me, I will still emerge a winner.
all the channels on my DSTV are working. My divine satellite television. Some of y'all didn't get that now. This is not African magic. This is Jehovah's miracle. Don't be watching Big Brother. I don't watch you though. I just see things around. You know, my mind is so open, so I absorb a lot of stuff. That's why I'm very protective of my brain. <laughs> rich in mercy, rich in mercy. The fall was not just from Garden of Eden, outside the garden, maybe a couple of kilometers or whatever. It was from the height of God's holiness to the depths of human depravity. In Adam's fall was the lowest Busiest level that every man will fall into because a fall is a fall. So, even though we don't see Adam stealing public funds, that fall opened the gap for it because God is infinite, and any distance between God and man is as wide as hell can stuff things into. Are you getting it? This is the reason. Somebody's like, me, I can't kill anybody who is in your body to kill. Because if you ever wished somebody not to be alive, that was the microcosm of the seed of murder. If you ever killed somebody's reputation behind their backs, you killed something about them. You killed an opportunity. It's in your body. Look at some say, they your body. So the riches of God is that in his mercy, the mercy is so rich that the distance between God and man that is infinite, there's enough mercy to build the bridge for it. Ah, you didn't hear what I just said. Did you ever see any road construction in your city or your village? But they say, we're waiting for budget. We're waiting for... God's budget of mercy outclasses the gap caused by sin. The construction of the walk of man with God will never be stopped. Now unto him who is able to do exceeding and abundantly far above all we could ever ask or think. Who's been to Texas before? The USA? <laughs> I, like, I like what Biela said, I'll soon go. So, you know, I told him, you know, uh, yesterday or two days ago that those of us who didn't grow up in Lagos, when we came to Lagos, see all those bridges and then vessels and all of that big stuff. Our first time in Texas, see, the bridges are not only wide and massive. You'd be like, why are they using all the road for? Do you understand? Like, is it not a car that is passing? <laughs> why all this space? That's what happens when you're in a tough environment. You think, you know, in Lagos, the space for a bike, a car will enter. It, <laughs> it will drive like this. <laughs> like, <laughs> in America, they call it Broadway or freeway, right? Now, not only are they broad, the bridges have story building, as in stories of bridges. They intersect layers and layers and layers. I get what I'm saying. 
legs. You can have like four or five. There's one going this way and it's long. You won't see the end of it. Another one will cross like this. Another one like that. God's mercy is like a well-structured interconnected bridge system. Now whether you fell inside cocaine addiction or you fell into pride, there's a mercy network that can reroute you to the cross. Rich in mercy. Rich in mercy. Rich in mercy. Rich in mercy. So whatever the sickness of the soul is, there's a budget for your medical repair. It will never be your portion in the name of Jesus. But it happens to some people that we know. There's a medical situation. They need $30,000, $50,000. So they open GoFundMe account and all of that. And God forbid, sometimes they don't hit those targets. So the person is able to hold on longer. In God's GoFundMe account, it's actually God funds me account. In that account, there is a deposit of riches of grace and mercy that there is no sin you can commit that God be I didn't pay for that one I did ah I didn't pay ah let me ask you a question how many of you let me use guys there was this babe that you found quite uh, You understand? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you just like that. So, you finally someone the courage to say, We like you. <laughs> Binary. <laughs> now watch you, because that's not the end of the story. So we finally asked on a date and all of that, you guys. By the way, the fact that you have a man and you have a date doesn't mean you have a mandate. You finally asked her out and so she the day came but the thing was when the day came you were sitting in a nice restaurant all of that she came with her crew <laughs> you've had it have you had it you've had it for real Actually, asked her to come meet me at a place. She came with two people. Just two people. They all sat down and we ate together. I left. I paid. 
you paid, but you didn't plan for it. Your own was good too now, only two. Some people come with like five. And when you are alarmed, say, oh, there are two more people coming. <laughs> and now when you ask her, what are your five-year plans? <laughs> Anyhow, this guy summoned the courage, not him, the purpose of example. Summoned the courage, saved his resources, because he's gone to, he didn't go to like Bukau, Yabasira. He went to like a premium restaurant, caviar, filamion, red wine, wine, red wine, wine, wine. All of that, but this girl, she thought it was Zobo, so she was just drinking and drinking, just drinking, drinking, drinking. All the girl, in his mind, ah, big, you know, dinner for two. He had budgeted like 35K, at least this one, extra portion, you know. Five people show up. And they're downing bottles of wine. Downing it, just... Sir, can I have a bit more? Mr. Waiter, I want to wash it down. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's having palpitations now. The chest is literally boom, 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 boom. Are you all right? I'm trying my best. <laughs> now, now, look at this now. Look. He's plotting his bailout because he's 27 years now and the last time he washed many plates was when he was a teenager and living at home before he went to boarding house or something. In his mind, I don't have the money. ATM card would disgrace me. No checkbook, so let me check out. He's plotting his bailout because there is more that he budgeted for. Jesus doesn't bail out on you because your baggage will not be too much for him to pay for. Are you here, somebody? He says, he made us alive. So what he did was that he came to our sinfulness, our sinful state, our sinful nature, and he quickened. Somebody say, I've been quickened. I've been activated. This is like having a SIM card that has not worked for years. And so you call your operator or your provider and they activate the SIM card. Quickened, made alive. All of a sudden, that SIM card can pick up phone calls. The spirit of an unbeliever cannot pick up the calls of heaven. It's a deactivated SIM. Oh, come on somebody now. So when God is calling, they can't even hear it. So the call of God you pick up is a call of an operation. It's called the operation of the spirit, the regeneration of the spirit that carries the credit of God. God gives you righteousness as credit. He, that's why the Bible calls it, he credited faith to Abraham as a righteousness. So it's like buying a SIM card and they say you have 500 MB. 
the measure of faith. Bonus package. Some of you, the one you like is midnight call. Do midnight prayers, not midnight call, so you don't need a midwife. Before time. Activated us. And then, even though he activated us, guess what? We don't know what we're doing. We're just like this. I'm saved. I'm born again. Again. The proof that many of us know what we're doing was that every altar call, you're the first to go there. Every mess, and now only you. And, and back then, growing up, we used to use the term, I give my life to Jesus. Question is, if you're given the second time, when did you take it back? Who said, who said what? <laughs> so I was going back to my seats. So now I just cry, 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 cry out, cry out. Yeah, my life. <laughs> Ma, <I see> Jesus. <laughs> so, what? Did you say something? So, what did God do? He enlisted us in the walk of light. Revelation helps us understand what happened. It has to be by revelation because many people have not been to Jerusalem. You don't know what Golgotha is. You were never on the cross. So it's the revelation of the spirit that interprets to you, that bears witness that that thing is not fabu or fables. For goodness sake, why are we gathering the name of a Jesus that you've never seen? The spirit of revelation imparts faith upon your heart. So a big man like Ken, who's a busy man, will wake up early in the morning and say, I'm going to worship Jesus. What does it look like? He didn't stop at delivering us. The Bible says that he has conveyed us to convey. I'm not going to carry anybody today. I've been preaching for... 12 hours for the last three days, I'm going to fall. Bob says, abide in the grace where we are calling. Please carry your brother. Watch this. The Bible says he has delivered us from the power of darkness. But if, if, if he only delivered me from the power of darkness and he didn't convey me, I'm delivered by stock. Delivered but standing. Delivered but no progress. Delivers, delivered but bored. What he did was that he conveyed me. Come on, somebody shout I've been conveyed. How many of you like being carried sometimes? You know when you are being carried, you are not the one bearing the burden of the weights. Even your own weight, you are not taking responsibility for it. So in the original and first phase of your assignment, you are just enjoying the mercy of God 
He is carrying you. 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 It's carrying you out of anything that held you bound. This Jesus is about to let him go. Please, please. It's like Joshua's sin is weighty. <laughs> I need to close, guys. Ah, yeah. I wish I hadn't lost my voice. I'd have preached a little bit. No matter how weighty your sins are. Do you know that some of your sins are so weighty that they are secrets? The secrets that weigh you down. Jesus says, I can carry that one too. I can carry that one too. I can lift that one too. The weight is on me. The bill is on me. Do you know there's something called the bill of leaden? The bill of leaden is on me. The weight is on me. Because guess what? If you can carry the weight of the world, can he carry you or not? He suspends the earth on nothing. He holds the galaxies in his palms. You are too light. Conveyed. He conveyed. And this is why our assignment as kings is so important. Because this is the part that most of the church has not explored at all. The church has explored a lot of deliverance and power of freedom. But what's the next thing? into what the kingdom is the whole point sanctification is for function in the kingdom justification is so that when you're ruling as a king you won't be suffering from imposter syndrome because when somebody blesses you like this you can't believe it salvation presents for us a paradoxical blessing in that we believe it but we can't believe it it's a paradox because you have to believe to be saved but when you are saved is it really true that all my sins are forgiven is it really true that God's spirit lives in me is it really true that to be absent from the body is to be present with Jesus I'm, I plan to sleep tomorrow pray for me I hope so um, but I feel like preaching with my last voice. It's not my last voice in Jesus' name. Somebody shout out, I'm conveyed. Shout, I'm conveyed. And he carried us into a kingdom. There was a movie we saw. I didn't really watch it. That funny guy, the American guy who then became the heir, the heir in UK and became the king or something. One old, who knows that movie? The guy was very awkward. No, not coming, to, not coming to America. Very awkward guy. So I discovered last year or something, or something like that. The guy is very awkward. He's very, like, blustery and colorful and, you know, just, and you know the British, very British. But the tea, tea and coffee, and very proper. Right? But this guy is all, you know, just free guy. 
So they brought him into royalty and he did not know how to behave. Our next series is the rise of kings. That's the next series. So we'll talk more about kingship and all of that. But that guy, at least he had a brain. He had consciousness. But at the end of the year, he had to hand over to somebody else because the guy couldn't, couldn't. King Ralph is the name of the movie. He couldn't can. Even though he was an American. He couldn't can. Ah, Mary can. Mary can. I didn't find it to can. I need to close. But remain standing if you're standing. You encourage me to wrap it up. It doesn't mean no. <laughs> Now, that's somebody who had a brain, some gifts and all. But God is such a promoter. Hebrews says that he's able to save them to the uttermost. As in, the person who's outside on the fringe is dining with the devil. When the call of God reaches that person, he pulls the person from darkness into light. And it's a walk in light because light is progressive. Light is progressive. There are bands of light. The colors of light. But when God does his own, guess what it does? A dead man who does not know how it works. The Bible says that he lifts him. And in Ephesians 2 verse 6, he has raised us up together. Someone said we're raised up together. In Christ, with Christ. And we are seated where? Seated together where? In heavenly places. It does not matter where you stand on earth. It matters where you're seated in the heavenlies. The truth is your seat in the heavens will regulate your walk on earth. One time we're going to look at seated, standing and walking. The postures of the spirit. And they mean different things. Seated. I'm a son. Justified. Sanctified. Righteous. Walking, I'm a disciple. I'm walking with him. I'm progressive. Standing, I'm defending. I'm fighting. Haven't done all to stand. Stand there for. I'm an ambassador. I'm a missionary. I'm taking the battle to the gates. That's standing. There are different postures. Most believers stay here, and some other believers try to stand. Those are the warfare ministries, you know, fights ministries. But many times, when you try to stand without understanding being seated, you will fight out of carnality and out of the flesh, and you get into legalism. And you might actually win some battles, but some other demons are crippling you in other areas. Because the capacity to stand for long comes from sitting well enough. This is the reason you can lie down on your bed for eight hours, but you wake up tired. Because your neck is like collie. As in collie. Looking for your colleague. Seated together in heavenly place. Somebody say, I'm seated. Where am I? Am I raised or not? Am I elevated or not? He will be feeling awkward. See the way he's seated. He's not used to being seated here. He's used to, he's used to being uh, standing here and worshiping. He will think after I've been delivered, the deliverance is enough. But God is not Jehovah enough. It's Jehovah overdue. 
there's Jehovah overdue. This is the reason when the prodigal son came from a faraway land, he was not just accepted, he was beautified. He was decorated. He was fed. He was clothed. He was covered. Because God does not just save you, he styles you. Come on, somebody send me that. That could work. I said, God didn't just save you. He did what? Styled you. He gave you the cloak of righteousness and the robes of royalty. And we are seated. And instead of just sitting partially, enjoy your seats. Lifts the poor out of the dunghill and causes them to sit amongst princes. Oh, I'm taking you down. I'm going to take you up. Oh. Stick yourself up. Please pull yourself up. And when you're seated, guess what's happening as you're growing? You're growing on your throne of authority. You're growing in capacity. You're growing in strength. Somebody shout, I'm reason. Somebody shout, I'm reason. The mystery of this is that as I wind down, the many things to see, but I need to close, is that Jesus did not just die for me. Jesus died as me. <laughs> Paul said I've been crucified with Christ therefore it is no longer I that live yet I live but the life I live I live by faith of the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me Romans says that we're buried with him in baptism baptizo, immersion now, most people think it's water. There's water baptism. But the original baptism is not water at all. Water is a symbol and a sign. You were baptized into the body. Yeah. In other words, it was like a spiritual surgery where God caught the cadaver of Christ, if there's anything like that, and inserted Fidel, and inserted Biola, and inserted Noah, and Enoch, and Moses, and every other person inserted you. So guess what? When he rose from the grave, he rose as you. How do I know when you go to the embassy or immigration officer and they want to see you, what do they ask for? What do they ask for? Passports. The thing that allows you to pass the port. Oh, are you following this? What picture is on the passport? What picture? Yourself. Is it yourself that is on the passport? Your what? Your face is part of your what? Who is your spiritual head? So when they see your face, they allow your whole body to pass. When they see Jesus, everything belonging to me belongs to Jesus. They don't say, oh yeah, only your head can go. Show me your ankle uh, picture. Show me your navel picture. Show me your ultrasound, your ultrascan. If my head passes through, my whole body will pass through. How many of you played rough as a child? I got to close. You played rough as a child and once upon a time, you put your head, you got stuck in between pillars and it seemed like you couldn't pass through. But they said, if your head can pass through, you only need to align your body. Hush! Let us the parlor. You only need to align your body. 
because the body, the head is the biggest and the most difficult. But if the head can pass through, the body will align. If you align your soul with Jesus, you will pass through. If you align your mind with Jesus, you will pass through. If you align your prayers with Jesus, you will pass through. If you align your money with Jesus, you will pass through. If you align your past with Jesus, even your past will become a testimony. To become like it was scripted there from the beginning of time. His reason, so am I. His reason, so am I. He is seated, so am I. He walked on earth. I'm also now walking on earth in his steps. The Bible says, listen to a written for examples that we might walk in his steps. Isn't it interesting? Have you been through a muddy place before? A quick mile, you didn't know where to step. But somebody who was familiar with the rural area, the terrain said, just step where I step. You don't need to know whether it's soggy or muddy or forgy. As long as you can see the footprints. Jesus prayed, I pray. Jesus spent time with the Father, I spent time with the Father. Jesus gives so much, he gives his life. I give my money, my time, my energy, and my life. Jesus rebuked demons, I must cast demons out. Jesus was not sick, why is my body feeling funny? Walking in his steps. That's the way, if I. So don't forget, he's the life, but he's also the way. He's not just the substance and the essence of God, he's the pattern of God. Is the pattern of God. Is the pattern of God. Is the image. But don't just think about picture as image. An architectural blueprint is an image. A design. The cotton of the dress like Ahmed or Shai or Jade would do. Or tag. It's an image. A video. You draw an image first. And what you do to get that a video come. Come real quick. So what you do to make this. You draw an image first, right? Because you've grown to a level where you don't do the stitching yourself. You have people who do the stitching and you supervise. What you do when you design this image and all these colorful things is that you know the fabric it should be. And so what you're really doing is that you are not so much making this first. You are cutting away what you don't need to make this. Therefore, take off the old man and its deeds cut it away circumcision cut off cut away I've preached a lot today I hope somebody got something raise your hands let's glorify God for salvation let's glorify God his reason thank you brothers his reason so am I his reason his reason so am I I wish your voice could be a little louder as you thank him. We read in the first service, Matthew 28, the tomb is empty. <laughs> He's no longer here. He's risen just as I said. He's risen just as I said. Laboko Glorify him with your understanding, glorify him in the spirit. Baledo braso branda katavi shalohoska, elido voza priata kataba, zabele tombra hapala siga dabashes. Reason. His reason. Can you raise the temperature? Express joy. 
Sabilite give us Ubalagatis. Brotototopoli Vregabula Palius. Ushita Vrasam Balatabas. Reason, just as I said, the angel sat on the stone. Kingdom authority had come in. There was earthquake, lightnings. Nature responded to the emergence of Jesus. I said in the first service, listen to this, the original sin of man turned the womb of man through the woman, the womb of man into a tomb. Original sin turned the womb into a tomb. So every man that was born of a woman was born dead. Born dead. The sin nature, fleshly appetites. But resurrection turned the tomb into a womb. So everyone who was born was born dead. Everybody who is born again is born alive. Born alive. Born alive. You who were dead in your trespasses, he has made alive. You're going to sound a shout of aliveness prayer in about a minute or 90 seconds. Come alive unto God and release the praise of thanksgiving. This Resurrection Sunday as we celebrate the death, the life, the death, the burial and resurrection of Jesus, ascension of Jesus. Come alive. Come alive. Thank the Lord for light. Thank the Lord for emergence. Thank the Lord for freedom. Thank the Lord for deliverance. Thank the Lord. We're always closing this four-day immersion. Before we close, thank Him for aliveness. All those revelations you have received, all those lights you have received, all this love you have felt, this newness you have experienced. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He that believes that Jesus Christ, Son of God, is born of God. Now are we the sons of God. Behold what manner of love the Father has given unto us that we should be called the children of God. Therefore the world do not know us, for they did not know Him. If we walk in the light as He is in the light, then we have fellowship with the Father. And the blood of Jesus cleansed from all unrighteousness. Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that we have. Even our faith. He said, as he is, so are we in this world. I want to please quickly go to John 17, 23. John 17, 23. Balea Sokobos. Hallelujah, you have won the victory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Has he won it all for you? Seated 
and you're seated in here. in one process of maturation so as God is maturing you he's also maturing the body so your response to the Christ accelerates the maturity of the body because God matures the body by taking care of the individual cells 
the health of your overall human system is connected to the progress of the singular cells are you getting it so it's like you being a cell and saying this body is even funny or you are the diseased cell so together so spiritual maturity without community is a paradox oh i know god but i don't need people you don't understand that god loves people so much he puts himself inside them and then he said you don't need them they may perfect in one and that the world may know that you have sent me what's that last line there God loves you as much as he loves Jesus. It's logically understandable because if you love a shirt so much, you pay for it. You save money to pay for it. You know what it means? You love the shirt as much as the money you exchange for it. Or maybe more than the money. So when God gave up Christ for you, he's saying, I love you at least as much as I love Jesus. Because you never part with anything except you believe what you are reaping is as valuable as what you're exchanging. <laughs> All more times one billion. I didn't get that. Crypto. <laughs> We talk about crypto another time. By the way, crypto is from crypt, which is like a burial ground or a vault, because wealth comes from burial grounds, from burial places. You don't understand what I mean. Something has to die for wealth to be multiplied. You don't understand. You don't know your investment doesn't leave as much, or rather, doesn't live beyond the level of sacrifice you make. And so it's called crypto currency currency of dying things something has to die because once you change the money to crypto you can't see it any can you see it can you go to any bank in the world and say give me cash you only trade it in the invisible realm which is where real wealth is the world is catching up with the systems of god god's wealth has always been invisible now man is trying to catch up and say digital currency of the future is so backward in the economy of god by the way go invest in crypto I'm, I'm still studying. I haven't, I've actually invested actually like two or three years ago, but I'm not taking it seriously, but I need to. So I'm studying so I can invest more intelligently. But this is the point. God loves you as much as he loves Jesus. Another example, Jesus is the head, you are the body. Someone comes to you and says, choose one, your body or your head. How does that, Elton says, how does it make sense? Choose one, the body or the head. So when the enemy says, choose one, damn you or Jesus. God says, I can't choose. Are you understanding? That line and the affirmation, I'm joined to Christ. I'm married to Christ. It's encoded revelation. Father, we give you praise. If there's anyone here who has not received the life of Jesus with intelligence, understanding what it is that you've asked, that we've done today, you will just want someone to guide you through, talk you through, making a decision. Please see, GB, raise your hand. See, GB, Uche, where are you? Or Uche or Fidel. Just you guys wave your hands, please. 
feel free to walk up to them and say, the pastor said this, I didn't quite understand it, or maybe I don't even agree, or, you know, or I, you know, I want to get to know Jesus more. We're here for you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for redemption. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for emancipation. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name we're afraid. Somebody say amen. Generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this how.